As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'iluhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'amalina man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم عمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed, the best speech is the speech of Allah عز وجل and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the most evil of matters are the newly invented matters in the religion and every newly invented matter in the religion is an innovation it is not from al-islam and every innovation is a misguidance and every misguidance leads to the hellfire Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسِ قَدَ جَاءَتْكُمْ مَوْعِظَةٌ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَشِفَاءٌ لِمَا فِي الصُّدُورِ وَهُدًا وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says O people, O mankind Indeed, it has come from your Lord an admonition وَالشِفَاءٌ لِمَا فِي الصُّدُورِ and a cure for that which affects and lies in the hearts and a guidance and mercy for the believers likewise Allah Azza wa Jal says وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ and we have sent down from the Qur'an that which is a cure and a mercy for the believers Indeed, brothers and sisters, these two verses from the Qur'an has affirmed for us that the Qur'an is cure. And the Qur'an is cure for that which lies in the hearts. The Qur'an, the speech of Allah, which He revealed in the Arabic language which was sent to his final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam which begins 
with Surah Al-Fatiha and ends with Surah Al-Nas. This Quran is the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal. The speech of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala and Allah Azza wa Jal has made it as a cure, shifa for mankind. Indeed, there is no doubt and there should be no doubt that the Quran is a cure for that which lies in the hearts and likewise the ailments which affect the body. Indeed, Allah has given His speech, the Quran, a high status, a high excellence, and He has made His speech superior than the speech of other than Him. And He, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has superiority over all of His creation. Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has given us this blessing and the Quran is a guidance for us and a mercy but moreover the Quran is cure is cure for that which affects the hearts and that which affects the physical body indeed Islam legislates for a person to go and seek other forms of medicine go and see a physician or a doctor to find out what is going wrong with you and to get their advice and their prescription and regarding forms of medicine that is legislated and that is allowed and in certain cases that is highly recommended depending on the situations but likewise brothers and sisters Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the best and the medicine which is the Quran and it is a cure for everything if a person knows how to use it correctly. So the issue arises when people turn their backs on the Quran when they are afflicted in their body or their hearts or their minds they forget that the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it a cure as a cure. It's one of the best of cures for that which they have been afflicted with. So some of the people, they'll forget the Quran and they only attach themselves to the things that are materialistic. They have to see the pill. They have to take something for them to think that that is where the cue lies. But indeed, brothers and sisters, that is encouraged that a person, and he goes and seeks the medicine that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in this dunya. But likewise, let us not forget the Quran. Let us not get the, uh, the Quran, which is a cure for every type of ailment. If a person uses it correctly recites it correctly it has the correct and the intention in their hearts from the sunnah that which testifies that the quran is a cure for the diseases or the ailments of the body is the hadith of abi saeed al-khudri 
radiallahu anhu he said that a group of the companions from the messenger of Allah of the messenger of Allah they were sent by the messenger of Allah and he on a mission so they went and they traveled and they reached an area where they wanted to rest and they came across a tribe or a group of the Arabs which had settled in that area so being travelers and needing rest and care they asked them they asked those tribes to take them in as their guests and to take care of them and to provide food for them but they refused they refused them and they turned them away so those noble companions they settled nearby to where those and a group of Arabs lived then by the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the elder of those tribes or the elder of those Arabs he was stung by a scorpion and poisoned and he fell ill his illness was so severe that is mentioned in the hadith that his people looked for every single thing that they could do for him but nothing was having an effect nothing was having an effect on what had afflicted his body and in that poison then some of them said we should ask that group of people and who came earlier who came and they settled nearby us we should ask them if they have anything which can be used as cure if they have anything from ruqya which could be recited and as cure so they asked them they went to them and then they asked those companions if they have anything and if from ruqya which can be used to cure and if their elder and their chief to the companions and if they said yes we have something but with a condition with a condition that we and he gets something back due to it so they agreed that they were going to give them a certain amount of sheep so one of the companions he went to that elder who was severely ill and couldn't do anything he recited surah al-fatiha over him he recited surah al-fatiha over him and Shaykh Salih Ta'ala he said that he recited Surah Al-Fatiha seven times over him and suddenly by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in an instant he was cured and woke up from his illness as if nothing had happened as if nothing had happened all of his ailments and his pain and he had left by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so in this hadith brothers and sisters it teaches us something very important it shows the superiority of the Islamic medicine over the other medicine
the high status of the Quran, the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a cure for every type and of illness or affliction to the body, the mind and the hearts and of the people. Because when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills for something to happen, He just says for it to be and it is and it occurs. But know as the saying goes, brothers and sisters, regarding the recitation of the Quran for the, for the purpose of ruqya and cure, that indeed it needs to be done in the correct way, with the correct and the intention. And so from the affairs have been mentioned, he said that the one reciting must have complete conviction in Iman that the Quran has a curative and healing effect. Secondly, that the one being recited upon must have the complete conviction and Iman that it, the Quran, has a curative and healing effect and that cure is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thirdly, that what is recited as evidence which testifies to it that it works well for a particular case, a particular situation. And likewise, that the Quran is recited the way it has been mentioned from the Prophet wasallam, and not a way which alters any of the recitation of the Quran. Sheikh Salim Uthaymin, he mentions Sheikh Salim Uthaymin, he mentions, if these conditions are fulfilled, <coughs> then there will be the desired effect if Allah wills. But if one of these conditions is absent, for example, one's intention is to try and test and see if it, will, if it will benefit or not. If it will benefit or not, then this type of heart, brothers and sisters, is heedless of its effect. And this type of heart hinders its effect if Allah wills. Or if the one who is recited upon, the one who is ill, if that person has doubt in its effect and does not put their trust in Allah, then this heart, first and foremost, is a heart which is not in acceptance of the cure which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in the Quran. Or the reciter does not recite the verses or the surahs which the evidences point that that has a definite or a specific effect for the type of ailment that has been presented. Then this will be a mistake in the use of the verses by the one who is reciting the ruqya for that specific case. Likewise, a very important affair to discuss is regarding ta'weez. I know ta'weez, as a lot of people know them by. Now in the case of writing Quranic verses on paper or other materials and then hanging it around one's neck or one's arm or even the house, etc., etc., for cure and protection, then brothers and sisters, 
this was never the practice of the Prophet wasallam, and it was not something that he gave any approval for that the Quran can be used in such a manner by hanging it on a person that this will lead to cure and protection of that person. What has been affirmed is that seeking cure from the Quran is by its recitation and there are numerous examples from the Sunnah that testify to this. Therefore, this is the most correct of positions on this matter. As for ta'weez, which magicians and fortune tellers write up and they sell it to the person who is ignorant of its reality, then they are found to contain shirk. They are found to contain shirk. And a person must not put their faith in a piece of paper or any material hanging on them <coughs> as that is considered to be shirk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not placed cure in them. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, Man faqad ashraq. Whosoever wears an amulet, and a tamima, and yet the ta'weez has committed shirk. And he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he commanded that they be cut off and removed. And this, brothers and sisters, the evidences from the Sunnah shows a clear indication for this impermissibility of wearing, of wearing ta'weez. So do not fall in the tricks of the magicians, the fortune tellers and the liars, and do not fall any for their lies. وأستغفر لي ولكم من كل ذنب واستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد as mentioned Allah سبحانه وتعالى says يا أيها الناس قد جاءتكم موعظة من ربكم وشفاء لما في الصدور وهدى ورحمة للمؤمنين. O mankind, indeed it has come to you from your Lord an admonition and a cure for that which lies in the hearts and a guidance and a mercy for the believers. From the commentary of Shaykh Abdul Rahman al-Si'di Ta'ala regarding this verse, he comments and he says, Allah encourages, or Allah says, encouraging the creation to draw near and to turn to this noble book by mentioning its beautiful attributes, which mankind has a great need and necessity for, and necessity for, where Allah says, and a cure for that which lies in the hearts. The Sheikh says, the Quran is a cure for that which lies in the hearts. From the disease caused by desires which withholds a person from
from following the religion and the rulings and it is a cure for the diseases caused by doubts which attacks certain and true knowledge likewise he said if true guidance occurs <coughs> if true guidance occurs for a person and mercy which comes from that guidance then what will occur is happiness and success likewise Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ And we have sent down this Qur'an and from it is cure and mercy for the believers. Shaykh Abdul Rahman al-Sha'li ta'ala he says Indeed the Qur'an comprises of certain knowledge which removes every doubt and ignorance and it comprises <coughs> And it comprises of admonition and reminders which removes every type of desire which opposes the commands of Allah. And it is a cure for the body, for its pains, from its pains and different ailments. So indeed, brothers and sisters, upon pondering upon these evidences from the Quran and the Sunnah, <coughs> clearly, we need to have that conviction in our hearts that the Quran is cure for every single type of ailment. So therefore do not neglect the Quran. Recite the Quran and recite Ruqya over yourselves and over your children when they are ill. But likewise, a very important point brothers and sisters, likewise it is legislated for you to go to a person who specializes <coughs> in medicine, a doctor, a physician, for you to seek their advice, for you to seek their advice and on what can be used. But do not forget if that medicine fails, don't forget the Quran. It is a cure for every single type of ailment. Don't turn your backs to the Quran. Don't attach yourselves only to the worldly affairs that you can see, that you can touch. As we've noticed, a lot of the Muslimin, and he forget to use the Quran as a cure. So combine both. Recite the ruqya over yourselves. Use the Quran as a cure. And likewise, visit those who have that specific knowledge into diseases and medicines so that they can give you their advice likewise but do not turn your backs against the quran brothers and sisters it is something which you can easily recite you can easily recite and as you know it is and it's the best and it of cures and make dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala another important affair when you fall ill Make dua to Allah that He cures you and removes from you your pain and protects you. وأقول قولي هذا وصلى الله على نبينا محمد أقيم الصلاة.